1: This is A New World Order and I am your Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, Zane C. Weber, here at the table with my colleagues from across the seas of
2: nationstates.net. The people's champion, your 1 in 200, your man on the street, the heartbreak kid, Sebastian, of the United States of Submerica, america The heartbreak kid? I'm going for some heartbreak today, guys. Oh. I've decided to just... Stop reacting (laughs) and see if if the behaviour just goes away. I will always make eye contact during these. Always. Speaking of eye contact,
3: (laughs) I am Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Of course you are. Excellent.
1: I am. Well, if you're joining us for the first time, what we do is we each run a simulation of a nation. And each week we are thrown various issues that our nations are facing, we bring them to the table, we discuss them in a very friendly manner, <laughs> then we discuss them in a very unfriendly manner, <laughs> then we make mistakes. So, without any further ado, who has an issue to yell at us about?
2: Can I go my issue while it's still topical? <gasps> okay. He always goes first. It's not true. It's not true. It's mostly true. Mostly true. <laughs> um, my issue is like exceptionally like real-world topical.
3: Oh, real world topical. Yeah. Was it like nuclear weapons? I come or... here to get
2: away from the
1: real world. Yeah. Hairstyles in my utopia. It's about hairstyles. Hairstyles. Andrew's got of it.
2: Course. Uh, no, my topic is cryptically titled Gunman Kills Three. Hmm. Oh, dear. I wonder yeah. what it's about. It's a shock. Uh, tragedy struck America today as a gunman killed three people in a suburban shooting rampage. The community is united in grief, but divided in opinion as what should be done. Wait seb America? Yeah. <laughs> Not America. Oh, uh, I was like, I was worried I misspoke. because so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> did I say the wrong one? <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. All right. The strongest voices demand tighter gun controls. The only way to prevent further atrocities is to take the guns out of the hands of the murderers, says anti-gun campaigner Tamara Pound. There's no justification for them in today's society. We need tighter regulations on who can hold guns so only our police and military have them. In my case, my police would have them. <laughs> my police are my one colonel. Your, your, your police would you have them when, when he's on duty. Moment, you? Yep, so I guess if, they, if I pass that, I have to start sending guns to other nations. <laughs> uh, number two, that's not all we need, says radical left-wing activist Bjork Weiner. <laughs> um, the government should ban all guns outright, even in the police force. This is an opportunity to make America a totally gun-free state.
3: You know, <laughs> statistics are sometimes our friends.
2: I love them. What stats do you have <laughs> That's 100? it, we're banning statistics.
1: Because if they're only sometimes our friends, that means that sometimes they're our enemy. And if I know anything about
3: enemies, if I ban
1: them, not a problem anymore. Yeah, ban them. That's,
3: that's a solution to everything. <laughs> do you have any stats you'd like to share? Homicide rates, yes. right? The UK, their police service is not armed. At least the... The The beat um, cops, pretty much. So the beat cops are are not armed. And guns, to a large extent, are banned, as they are in Australia. You really need um, not only a licence to own one, um, but you also need a reason. You need to be a member of a shooting club or have a rural property. Hunting or Um, whatever. Yeah, exactly right. You can't just buy one recreationally. You have to be a member of a club and attend um, services. In the UK, in 2015, the homicide rate was about 1.8 per 100,000.
2: I don't know if that's high comparatively to other nations. Australia or... is
3: very similar. Yep. Um, Canada is also very, very, very similar, hovering between 1.5 and 2 per 100,000. Okay. The US, aggregated as an entire nation, is like 4.88.
2: So, more, so almost triple more than so double, that. So yeah. that
3: alone you would say, yeah, the, the homicide rate in, in America is tripled. But when you analyse it by state, um, especially in New England, which was colonised um, by, uh, uh, by England almost exclusively, and you, had, you still have a very heavy, you know, white-dominated population there, their homicide rates are very similar to the UK ones. And you get bigger, um, bigger homicide rates the, the the further you go south towards uh, you know places like uh, uh, Texas, Texas, Louisiana, other places where they have heavy uh, Latin American immigration. Okay. Latin American countries are through the roof for homicide rates. Colombia is sitting at like thirty eight per hundred thousand.
2: Okay, it's quite a bit higher. It's yeah.
3: huge. Um, also, when you break it down by uh by gun safety laws states that do not restrict uh gun ownership also have very low homicide rates around around the order of 1 to 2 uh, per, per 100,000 states where they're controlled um very heavily restricted like California other other sort of liberal uh, heavens um their homicide rate is again high it's much much higher than than the rest of of, of the country
2: okay but I was in these cases. I'm guessing, like if you look at the stats between like gun violence <laughs> yeah. and knife violence, it's
3: it's not it's not simply a case of introducing bills and everything is solved. It, it it is cultural to an extent. There are many many factors that that go into it. But a sort of culture that is happy to use 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 violence for retribution or as a way of solving problems, mm. you're going to see a higher uh, homicide rate as a as a result of that. So it's not it's not. A clearly solvable issue in that sense, mm. but where you have where you have guns, you also have resistance to them. Criminals have guns no matter what the law is yep, and in places where only criminals have guns, crime or you know their 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 use in crime is going to be unfettered you know it's 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 not going to be matched
2: well hear me out here let's say we have a sample population of 100 people. Very mm-hmm. small island nation, they all get along. <laughs> and let's have an exaggerated uh, violent crime rate. Let's say 10% of those people are, you know, all, they're, they're all mobsters. Okay. They've all got their Tommy guns and they're all committing crimes. Are they all part of the same mob? Uh, yes. Who's the Don? Chevy. And who's
1: this? 2IC? Stephen. Right. How old is Stephen? Steven.
2: 43. Mm-hmm. Chevy? 62.
1: Oh, he's going down soon. <laughs> just just <laughs> by age. Anyway.
2: So 10% of this population are criminals. I feel like 10% is, oh, I'm rounding up what I imagine would be the crime rate. I don't think it's 10% usually. <laughs> <the> <laughs> okay. So we're worried about gun-related crimes. And I've got 10% of my population who we know for a fact under the, under the rules of, like, the criminals will get them regardless, yeah? They've got the guns. So that means at a cap in my country of 100 people, 10 of those people can and may commit gun-related crimes. That's yes. it. That's if my guns are banned in my country. Right. If guns are not banned in my country, I have the, ch- the, the people that could potentially commit crimes with guns is the 10% of my criminals or 10% of my population that's mm-hmm. criminals and then the... Fifty percent of my population that also has guns, meaning that the window, not the other fifty percent no. will do the crimes, but the window has now gone from ten percent to a possible sixty percent of my yes. country.
3: But that is balanced. That is balanced by the fact that eighty percent of those of those new new gun owners are not inclined to be criminals in the first place. Otherwise, they would be in that first, which is absolutely 10%, correct. 10% I'm not trying group. to say that those. So are now, bad, so now you have a four to one ratio of people who. Are armed and and walking around versus people who are armed and intend to do crime. Whereas uh, before you had a zero to one ratio, nobody had guns well, to
2: to, might, to, sorry, to match I, to
3: match the, these these criminals. Law guards. enforcement
2: in my country it would be a thing. Like that's I'm, I'm not taking no, guns I, away from the police, I get that, but,
3: yeah. but, but you have to but you have to see the other side as well. Mm. That while there is potential for for more gun related crime, that's not necessarily how things will go, and in fact, they they don't in reality. So you should really not only give everyone a gun,
1: you should give everyone... A portable nuclear weapon? Several assault (laughs) rifles, (laughs) full Kevlar body suit, a riot shield...
2: (laughs) And a mech. ...to go to to school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because literally, what what some of the Republicans have been saying in the passage of this last school shoot is is, is that we should get more metal detectors, (laughs) teachers should have guns, and the ability to lock down schools. And it's like, that... Sounds like a prison. That's not the right way to address that, it. No, do no. no. It's not like arming all the teachers does the, not make
2: it, <laughs> things better. I do, have, I do have two more responses. I do, I do, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up very okay, quickly.
3: Yep. The, the, the point I'm trying to make is that um, looking at those statistics between the US states which were settled by England and our you know, unrestricted um, as, as far as their gun access is concerned versus England, which has heavy restrictions on gun use, the homicide rate is the same. England is achieving with knives and clubs and, and chains and, and garrot wires and, you know, strangulation what the Americans are achieving with handguns. I oh, would
1: School shootings <laughs> and mass shootings virtually non-existent. But...
3: Yes, but they are included in the homicide rates. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while the school shootings happen, right, crime, um, crime otherwise compared to England is much, much lower. Homicide rates outside of schools compared to England are much, much lower. A stat I'd be they, curious. They have to be.
2: A stat I'd be curious in seeing is the – success to failure rate of homicides in these countries. Because I'm curious... As, that's,
3: that that yeah. would be an interesting statistic to in, investigate. What's the, what's the violence rate? Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's that significantly different just, for, for the same culture.
2: I'm just curious if 100 crimes ha- uh, gun crimes happen in America and 100 knife crimes happen in yes. England. Yes, what's, what's the what's fatality the, what's rate? What's the fatality yeah. rate comparatively to see whether are there more survivors with knives or less? I'm just yeah. curious to yeah. right. Option three... Ban this, ban that. You cannot ban your way to an answer in Tone's Spruce Tree, a local martial artist and founder of Aikikyu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> our citizenry, our citizens oh God, cit, oh I can't speak, citizenry, C- 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 yeah. citizenry, C- C- I, can, I can get my letters. And our children must learn to properly defend themselves in this sort of situation if it should arise again. A mindful populace is a safe populace. I think I teaching him martial arts? Is that what he wants? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: Very all self-defense. Yeah.
2: And finally, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Says NRA. Ban people. Yep. <laughs> NRA head honcho Gary Doe. If you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. Is that what we want? Think, people. The answer isn't kung fu, and it definitely isn't banning gun. What you need to do is encouraging... our uh, uh, courage... Us, oh, this is U.S. law abiding. I'm like they <laughs> fucked up. Us law abiding folk to always carry a gun, shoot first, ask questions later. That's what I always say. Okay. hard, well, ban. On well, that I, one.
3: I don't think that's it's fair to say that they yeah. fucked up, because despite despite their best efforts to the, the U.S.'s best efforts to encourage a lot of freedom, at least hi- historically, um, people are still nasty to each other. People still want to mm. to harm a, a very small. Amount of us still want to harm each other and and turn to violence as a as a way to to but while, solve, solve while problems. While
1: homicide might not be drastically decreased, suicide definitely is. As soon as you restrict the ubiquitousness of firearms and people's access to firearms, uh, the step towards suicide is that one step longer, and suicide rates do seem to appreciably drop after gun control measures are passed.
3: I, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested in the absolute numbers on those. About It's mm.
1: between 10 and 15% over to five years, I believe.
3: Okay.
2: Now, this is a very intricate issue. So there's two, two ways I can look at this. I can... And listen, one way is probably more accurate than the other way, but hear me out. I can go the statistical route, like Andrew's brought up, and say, well, you could ban all the guns... And technically, nothing may change. It may even get worse depending on... I mean, I can't tell you what region of the world <laughs> I'm a part of, but it could, it could get worse. Then there's... Honestly, the, um, the other foundation I want to look at is pushing my nation into the area that I think it needs to be, not where it's like... The option I'm looking at taking it may not be... sound very Sub-American at <laughs> all. Yep. The option I'm looking at taking isn't one that I think is going to solve this problem. But I think it's one that I'm going to position my populace into a, a better and more safer frame of mind. Playing devil's advocate, yes.
3: Absent a gun, can you definitively say that this guy would not have been motivated to go on a murderous rampage?
2: Absolutely not. He could have, even without a knife, he could have gone on a strangle fest right. if he wished to. Right. Yep.
3: So re- restricting his access to guns won't necessarily reduce the sort of crime that. Your populace is
2: is, are, is crying
3: out for for a response to you
2: are absolutely correct. So so you it, shouldn't ban guns. No, in but I was going to say in wake of this though, the message I would want to send my people is as a society, the idea of not even guns, the idea of any sort of violence in as retribution is beyond. Well, it's it's part. We've passed a point for that. We don't need to look at that. I don't want it to be anything culturally influencing my society. And I'm looking at. Option two: a, gu-
3: a gun by itself, though, isn't violent. It's it's a tool. It's, it's a tool it's, it's for a tool. firing a projectile, the same way that a nail gun but does.
2: People by themselves are violent, and I want to restrict their access to a tool people that makes can, efficient be, violent. They but, can okay, be violent. They can. Okay, but what
1: what what is a gun's tool except for violence? Holes in walls. A, a nail gun is for putting nails in things. No, no, a no, I'm, hammer. I'm, and is, is can also be used as a weapon. I
3: un- I understand that that guns have have a history uh in in the military and for you know dealing yeah. out dealing out death. I I, I, no. I get <laughs> that. No no but no, 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 what are, what uh no, what I what I'm I'm trying to say that's what they have been used for, right? Oh, no. That's 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 how they have been that's how they have been uh sort of implemented into into the the usefulness. But it's all it does is it fires a projectile. Yes. Right? That in itself is not is not violent.
2: True. Hey guys I did a Ron. thing. It's <laughs> I screamed a little bit during that because I read my first headline. Oh, no um, <laughs> no
1: Which option option I you pick?
2: Fully banned guns even including my non existent military and my okay. police force. Even though I agree with the stats that Andrew presented me with, no argument there. Uh, I figure I may as well, I want to get my people on the right foot of removing gun culture from our society, removing it as, as an optional frame of mind. Like in Australia we very easily live without guns, right? Like do you ever miss them? Do you ever think that's like Irish, thing, I wish I had one? Yeah.
1: Anyone can
2: live without guns. You don't need guns to live. Yeah, and that's what I say. I want to remove that aspect from my society fully. I don't want there being a anyway. So So listen, it didn't go great. Um, (laughs) um, So the nation is completely gun-free. I got reclassified from a civil rights love fest back to my original one of a New York Times democracy. Mm -hmm. My first headline is, no joke, only criminals have guns. It's good. That's why I squealed just a little bit. It's
1: because guns are a
2: crime. So if
1: you have a gun, you're
2: a criminal. Family groups applaud return to decency. Our forecast, it's all good. Citizens welcome firm leadership and virtuous government provides moral guidance. Hey, they they got my message. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got a new policy, which is gun control. Citizens are forbidden from owning firearms. Now, my health has risen dramatically up 152%. Safety went up just shy of 30%. Pacifism just shy of 20%. Social uh, conservatism went up twelve percent. My, unfortunately, my authoritarianism did go up almost nine percent because I've enforced a law. Mm-hmm. Nine no, isn't that much, though. Here's the black market went up, which we figured it, I mean, we must have just figured, but it went up four percent. Which I mean, whole percent's bad, but four percent not as bad as I was worried it would be. Okay, crime went up two percent, so also whole numbers bad, but retrospectively, it could have gone up a thousand percent. So I'm happy. Um, as for my downs, weaponization down 36, arms manufacturing down 25, beverage sales and pizza down 21 and 22 respectively. Well,
3: you know, you're no longer getting the exercise running from the from, from hail of bullets <laughs> that would that, that would warrant a calorie high diet. Yeah, well obesity yeah. went down 5% <laughs> too, so I don't even know what's going on here.
2: Um, all in all, I'm actually pretty happy with these results. Um,
3: well, for the people who live long enough in submerica to develop horrible diseases, Andropolia has before it a proposal. <laughs> cancer sufferer demands euthanasia bill. Dorothy Twilliger lies immobilised in a hospital bed, unable to move. She has end-stage cancer and wishes to end her struggle against death. However, laws prevent her doctors from obeying her wishes. Dorothy and her family are campaigning for a Dying With Dignity bill to change this situation. She implores the government to legalise euthanasia. Very simple. Number two. I understand this is a very difficult time for these people, says freelance medical writer Beyonce Organa. But the solution...
1: (laughs) What a name.
3: What a name. But the solution is not to let our medical system slide down the slippery slope of killing people in pain. We must cure, not kill. This is not the right time... For euthanasia.
1: When is the right time for euthanasia? <laughs> Just Beyonce or Ghana? According
3: to her, never. You should always try to use medicine. However, medicine has failed, yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Toilaga. It's, it's terminal. It has, it has reached its, its uh, limit and there is now no hope of, of medicine curing her, um, at least in time for, for her death. She will die yeah. before any, any cure is found. Yeah. And number three, the third option. This is a very simple issue. I don't think it'll generate a lot of discussion between us. I think we're all on the same page. Uh, Well, you all know how I feel about it. (laughs) I agree, but go further. There is never a right time for euthanasia, says Bishop Freddy Vargas. That's also a good name. The lives we lead are given to us by the grace of God, and he decides when they end. It is not for us to question God's divine purpose, no matter how odd or screwed up it may seem. Well, that's just a plea for, you know nature does horrible things and you yeah. should just let it go. I, so by, by extension, is he also rejecting no painkillers and yeah. bandages and things like that? I think I he
2: personally know. is and you should make a separate law just for him. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: well he, can, he can prove his commitment to those morals by, by not taking any medicine or fighting nature. I'm surprised that fighting nature a, false,
1: a fourth option which literally says not just critically ill people.
3: Uh, just yeah. kill anybody who... who well, will, a-
1: anyone who chooses to can... Yeah, I'm surprised that the nation states hasn't put that <laughs> in there. You know, option number one is, well, is the Australian and hopefully the anthropolian as well because it's
3: it civil is, liberties. It is. Um, and that's that's exactly right. um I disagree with suicide being, you know, criminalised or made illegal in any way. Yeah. It's... horrible when it happens and i would certainly take every you know measure possible to try and prevent it from from happening suicide's a, a funny thing it's um of the of the people who um i can't remember for which year this or for which period this this study took place but of all the people who attempted suicide on the golden gate bridge the ones who were talked out of it and didn't succeed, 97% or some hugely high number never attempted suicide again. It was one dark moment in their life yeah. where it overcame them for a very brief period where they were convinced that that was the only option. But once And when the-
1: that happens once, if that ever happens again, you have the experience to, to think back and go, well, I got out of it yeah. then, yeah. so it'll probably... Get out of it again.
3: Yeah. So yeah. Su- suicide is a very temporary, a very brief phenomenon that just overwhelms all your senses and all your and all your emotions. I'm sure it's far more complicated than that. <laughs> no, no it's, it's that's pretty much <laughs> what it, it is. But it is. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it is. It is very preventable through um, through having a good having a good community, having a good circle of friends to to talk you through dark times. But um, having
1: spoken with several uh, like aged care workers, um, the number of people that they discover having chosen to die with their loved one right. in their bed is greater than you would imagine. Like, is,
3: is that considered suicide? Well, if, if you is, sort of neglect to you know have that last meal and with your with your well
1: no it, it is usually chemically induced like, Oh, so oh they, i see i see they've uh, sourced medication or whatever right. that if you take it in in excess you you'll die Yeah. Um, and they've just chosen to like go that way like either one of them is chronically ill and they just don't want to deal with it anymore and they for whatever reason this is a quite common occurrence in aged at least yeah. anecdotally. Yeah. I don't have statistics on this <laughs> but more than one person has told me this story and said that it, it has happened to them more than probably even once a year that either older people or older couples choose this way to end their life.
3: Right. People both romanticise death and exaggerate um, the, the, the possibilities of, of healing um, where in this situation, she is not getting better. The cancer will progress within a matter of months, if yeah. not weeks, and if not, a if, if not days. And it's quality of life issue as well. And it, <laughs> when 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 your own body starts to um, you know starts to rot, and it's 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 no longer capable of fighting off infections such, you turn into a into a shit factory that's you know you have got a beating heart and all you do is 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 shit that well, is your only theory, contrib- right? that is, is your those, own, yeah. yeah that's your only contribution to the world so I, I completely understand just wanting to you know turn off the engine instead of letting it run out of fuel you know given that it's already on fumes and you can't possibly make it to a to a petrol station in time i, I get that just turn it off and, and be yep. done with it. Number two um, has a. Yeah, I sympathise with with her position that she wants to cure and not kill, um, but that neglects to address the people who are incurable. What do you do with them? Having having this policy of you know absolute uh, uh, curing and not even not even talking about death. What do you do to people who are yeah. beyond beyond help?
1: I mean, this is also something that doctors in wartime have to deal with a lot, e- e- whether through inaction or just allocation of resources, what they do with people who yeah. have no hope.
3: We've got five doctors yeah. and 50 people who are dying. Who
1: do we treat we, first? We, 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 yeah. we,
3: we can let 50 people die or we can let 45 people die. Which, which one is preferable? Yeah. That's the situation <laughs> right now. You know, we, can't, we can't get help in time to, to save all these people. It's it's dark. It's nasty, um, but it so has, to, dark it has if to. You
1: choose to interpret it that way. Well, like, this person is choosing, and who who is anyone to deny that choice?
3: And it's a difficult discussion to have, even in preparing for it, even even you know talking about it with, with a partner or close friends or whoever to address it in the first place. Hey, should this situation ever arise, I th- I I think I'd like to die. Yeah, I think I think you should just let me go. If I ever become a vegetable, I'll just go pull, on record the now.
1: <laughs> if I'm ever in a situation where I can't communicate,
3: otherwise, pull the plug. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah, I'm 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 on, I'm I'm on board with that. So euthanasia in Andropolia is legalised. Government initiative, unusual but good. Experts say. There we go. Naked people protesting something again.
1: Euthanasia, probably.
3: (laughs) Houses flooded in Freak Storm. Apparently God's not happy.
1: He never is.
3: And man dies in hospital waiting room. (laughs) (laughs) Not of euthanasia, (laughs) I I would hope. (laughs) So that's the new policy, euthanasia. And uh, Entropoli has a new postcard, A Many Splendid Land. Apparently I've addressed 50 issues. Oh, there you go. I'm very good at that sort of thing. So niceness is up 12%. Ideological radicality up 6%. I'm not surprised people are going to be divided on this issue. Pacifism, compassion and civil rights all up 2%. As far as the downward trends are concerned, um, health is down 2%. um, Down from 0.59 bananas (laughs) ingested per day to (laughs) 058 So fairly negligible, I would think. Authoritarianism down 3%. Social conservatism down 4%. And public healthcare down 100%. No public healthcare whatsoever. That is excellent because I want private healthcare. Was, was the, that? I don't was know the, why. It was yeah. already at zero. It is now at negative 3.16. <laughs> well, your doctors are
1: like, if we're killing people... <laughs> Hands off, Where are out.
3: Let's snap them out. <laughs> That's a weird drop. I know. Yeah. This game is a bit weird when it goes into the negatives. I'm not quite...
1: Okay, well, I have. I also have a very simple but controversial topic. There's a lot of options, only one that I'm even considering. Oh, okay. So it is called The Violet Mile. With an increasing number of inmates on death row, even though crime is unknown in, in Australia more commonly referred to as the Violet Mile... Concerned experts from all walks of life have asked you which method of capital punishment is the best <laughs> to use on Australia's felons. Not a- Who
2: a phrase <laughs> like that? <laughs> it's
3: exactly not a discussion <laughs> of whether <Yeah. laughs> but <laughs> how which.
1: <laughs> Lethal injection is by far the most cost efficient and clean method of execution, suggests Shoshona Urquhart, a wild eyed and great haired military scientist whose looks as if she hasn't slept in 20 years. Also, if we're disposing of these worthless criminals, we may as well test out some more experimental lethal chemicals and our R&D department is working on. They'll require some tweaking to get it right, but these scumbags are dead men walking anyway, right?
3: Fun fact, lethal injection was developed and popularised by the Nazis. Correct.
1: That's uh, also the Nazis' very very, very keen to experiment <laughs> on prisoners. Um, not the one i 'm leaning towards. <laughs> Number two, what 's wrong with a good old-fashioned hanging? Proposes Susie Cockburn, a historical reenactor dressed in a period accurate Zane-Australian war inventory uniform.
2: It's a very butcher uh, Susan you have there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can hang the criminals in the town square right in front of the watchful eyes of the public. We could even encourage fruits and vegetables to be thrown at them as they swing. Ah, it'll be a fine public spectacle and a grander deterrent too. Again? <laughs> probably not. I'm probably not going to go for public hanging. It just doesn't 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 really embody the compassionate nation that I I kind of want Australia to be.
3: Towards the end of um, capital punishment in the UK, public hangings they were never explicitly. Outlawed, as no, far they as I just know, went out of favour. Very much so, and they and they became a, a thing that happened behind walls. Not so much because that the public demanded it, just because nobody was interested in seeing it. Yes, people had moved yeah. beyond the the spectacle.
1: Well, as soon as they had TV, why would you? <laughs> why would you? Number three. You know, as much as we like to disavow less advanced cultures as primitive, I think they have some right ideas. Comments big game hunter Beyonce Carmen Oh no. Who recently <laughs> returned from a safari in more savage lands. Oh no. I visited a tribe who execute troublemakers and the occasional sacrificial virgin by throwing them into an active volcano. Oh, okay. I thought hunting. <laughs> <laughs> well, cannibalism is legal in yeah, the hunting people isn't. They they say it pleases the gods and keeps disaster at bay sounds like a sensible plan to me.
2: Did you build your nation around an active volcano? Uh, <laughs> was, a problem. was a problem,
3: Zane.
1: I don't think I did, but Barely. maybe. <laughs> Option no, number I was, four. I was,
3: I was with you, I had a dangerous game vibe from that. Yes. When, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: as they
2: stroke their hunting rifle yeah. and lick their lips. <laughs> like.
1: How about a method that's fun for viewers and gives criminals a chance to earn a pardon? Our sleazy reality show producer, Ian Achilladamon. It's a death race, is it? It's a death race. <laughs> we could place criminals on an island, each with a weapon, and tell them they have 24 hours to kill each other. The sole survivor would win his or her freedom. And then we could broadcast this battle royale live, and the ratings would be through
3: the roof. Okay, so Barabbas Island, right? Yeah.
2: Can could I, could I say why that's a bad idea? That's a Steve Austin movie called The Condemned. It's also Battle
1: Royale. Like literally Battle Royale. Or The Hunger Games.
2: Yeah, but this is mainly The Condemned, which is a Steve Austin movie.
1: Uh, Maybe we should aim to be as humane as possible when we take life, yeah? Asks butcher Morty Redwood, wiping his work knives clean on his apron. We've got bolt guns that we use in the slaughterhouses. Bam. One bolt. One kill. Fast, effective, and only a little messy. He looks down at a circle of splattered mess on the floor. Is anyone else
2: getting hungry talking about this? <laughs>
1: You know, if well, it's good p- enough for beef. Now that's option number five out of six. Can I point
2: out that that option is actually surprising? I mean, excluding what I imagine six is, surprisingly the most in line with what you wanted. It's efficient and has cannibalistic tones to it, hmm. which is yeah. tick, tick. Cannibalistic tones.
1: I'm not built around cannibalism. <laughs> I literally said, to. if people want to be eaten, they can allow themselves <laughs> to be eaten. Yeah, and this, this guy's on board with that. Option number six. <laughs> Kill the death penalty. Chance activist Lisa Wu bursting out of a hiding place in my stationery cupboard. Call government-sanctioned murder. Destroy these needless acts of revenge violence. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. The intruder pokes my security guard in the peepers with a pencil, then flees the room. Now, while I don't like her message or her methods...
3: Her methods are insane, and she sounds insane, but her message is on point. The
1: time has come for Zane Straley to do away no. with the
3: death penalty. Do away, excellent. Yes, do away with it. Very good. Well, what did you think I was going to I say? I thought you were going to go double the down on gun. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't have prisons. Crime is virtually unknown. There is no reason for me to be executing criminals when we spend so few resources on them
2: at the, at the time being. I want the record to show had option six not existed, I would have gone with the volcano option. <laughs> Like if it's just killing people regardless, I would make a spectacle out of it, but not a TV show, and not the public yeah because that hanging. would be undignified. Yeah, yeah, no, it would be the volcano drops. <laughs> like come to Sub America, all are welcome. There's an execution volcano. Like it's you know it's lovely. It's tourism. Now is is is, is I was
3: having a discussion with Seb before we started recording, um, namely about his country and how he's he's adopted positions for Sub America. Which he doesn't personally necessarily agree with. Correct? Yeah. How does this decision on the death penalty for Zane, or uh, abolishment of death penalty for Zane Australia, fit with your personal thoughts?
1: I personally believe that there is a time and a place for the death penalty. Okay. Um,
3: and that time
1: and place is old <laughs> movies,
2: old movies from 50 years ago and nowhere
1: else. I think in any, any first world nation, I think there is no place for the death penalty. Okay. Um, but definitely in times of of strife, when you have, uh, like, I, I don't think, I don't think when killing one person saves countless other people. Okay. If death, strife, pain, I think then it's then it's worth it. Okay. Zane Australia is definitely a first world nation at the moment and its welfare is, I've, I've read, before, again, talking to Seb, its welfare is top 5% in the it's world. It's benchmark, yeah. yeah. So I don't think that we can justify having the death penalty and I'm okay. surprised we even have people on death row. Interesting. So, Yep, me too. So I think... <laughs>
2: <laughs> we don't have guns, but we've got people on death row.
1: <laughs> like, I, I, it was an option when we made our nations... To whether or not we have the death penalty, yeah. and I think when a nation is forming, like definitely like when Australia was first forming, I think that there is definitely that was probably a one a time and a place where the death penalty was justified. It was just the most efficient way to save the most amount of time and grief, pain and uh, for the majority of the colony. okay now, I don't think it's an issue. So I don't think Australia should have the death penalty. I don't think, definitely, the US shouldn't have the death penalty. They have a whole problem with their prisons. Reintroduced
3: yeah. it. One of the Look, one of the weirdest decisions of the seventies.
1: Now getting rid of the death penalty, my ideological radicality, my niceness, my compassion, my civil rights, my recreational drug use have all gone up around. 2.1% to 1.6%. Mm-hmm. Intelligence, pacifism, nudity, tourism and lifespan all up between 03 and 0.07%. Big downs are social conservatism at 5%. Authoritarianism down 2.1%. And crime down 0.38%. Capital punishment, uh, I, I've cancelled that policy. Uh-huh, yes. So that's popped up and that's it. So... Again, it was an easy question. <laughs> um, so, this, this so, n- actually, so to answer your question, this absolutely fits with my personal beliefs as well as what I think is best right. for okay. my hypothetical nation. Okay. I know, man. At a certain point, the death penalty stops being uh, the best
2: idea a good idea or a justifiable idea. You've turned down mech warriors and volcano deaths. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think you're going to stand a good chance of (laughs) re-election.
3: Or maybe you should run, Sam. Guys, (laughs) mech warriors. I believe you also
2: turned down mech warriors, Sam. No, I didn't. I didn't have that issue. I think you did.
3: I don't think
1: I've had that issue. It was all like automated tanks or something and you went for the no military option. I went
2: for no military over... There wasn't anything like technically like crazy advanced or anything.
1: You know, I think for the statistic that we should look at this this week, uh I think we want to do ideological radicality. Okay. Because that's something that both Andy and I had a change in. So if we have a look at and how each of our nations uh stack up for ideological radicality.
3: Ideological radicality it is. Now Zane Australia
1: started out at just a flat 15. Uh, so the measurement is uh, how odd, extreme or fundamentalist their social, economic and political systems are. So we, I started out at 15. I peaked quite early on at 23. Ooh. And now I'm back down to 15.5. This
3: is very interesting. In Andropolia, uh, started off the game at 21. Uh, it didn't. It peaked at just just twenty one and a half. It has been as low as three, hmm. and it is currently sitting at ten point eight. So lower than Zane Australia. That yeah. is a surprise.
1: Well, I guess extreme fundamentalist. I guess I am quite an atheist nation.
2: So is Andropolia. Hmm. Started off at fourteen point zero one. It's also similar, yeah. Uh, peaked at 23, but currently sitting on 22.5.
3: Okay, so we're not that yeah. far away from each other. Yeah. Mm. But it is double in Sub-America what it is in Andropolia. It's three, aren't you? It, 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 10.8. Oh, you it dropped it, to
2: three. It Sorry. Had, yeah. had, had
3: been as low as three.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the lowest in Australia when was 12. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Interesting. So I wonder what that is actually meant to measure then.
2: These guys aren't <laughs> radical enough. <laughs> Clearly,
3: <laughs> because Submerica is the raddest place of them all,
2: most radical, most radical place.
3: Sorry, got to get that radiation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, well, that is us for this week. We have been a new world order. You can f- tweet us at world order pod you can find us on facebook at a new world order podcast you can send us an email at a new world order podcast at gmail.com and if you want all those secret episodes that no one gets to hear except our patrons (gasps) you can go to patreon.com forward slash new world order one in every five episodes goes there never to go anywhere else unless i decide so we'll see (laughs) tweet us if you want to hear one of them maybe i don't know Look, whatever. I've been Zane C. Weber. The death penalty doesn't exist in Australia anymore.
2: So we are twirling forever towards the future. I'm so lost. Sorry. I was trying to work out what ideological radicality actually meant in the game. I don't have your answer. I know. I mean, I'll look for it next week. I know you don't. I have been your people's champion, your 1 in 200, your man on the street your heartbreak kid, Sebastian, of the United States of Sub-America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be.
3: Thank you for entertaining us all weekly. <laughs> <laughs> I have been Andrew Shosler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume.
1: Until next time, gentlemen.
0: A mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along?
1: Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything.
0: If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better.
1: Music, lights and spontaneous choreography... What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons or
2: just listen to some musical theatre nerds' wax lyrical,
1: subscribe to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know wherever you find fun and funny podcasts.
0: Or at our website at that'snotcanonproductions.com
1: A That's Not Cannon Productions podcast.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.